Okay. I'm an adult. Yep. I make yep. roast chicken on a Sunday. <laughs> I am single. I did get drunk. I did buy Tinder Prime and I fully regretted it. But yeah, here we go. <laughs> Little Messi drove my nana to drink. Yeah, he sells Hot Wheels out of his jacket. <laughs> I'd like to think that he knew that John Terry was a huge Saturdays fan. And like Campbell oh, Soup is a, is, a, is a big deal. LA is Jay from In Between Us. Luigi, don't quit your day job, mate. Who do you think is more handsome? Shall we love it? If you say it, say it with chest. <laughs> Sorry, you just have to guess. Do you want to go to the toilet? You ever seen a baby pigeon? Uh, he's he was good mates with Pablo Escobar, from what oh. I read. <laughs> Mara who? Sorry, you're a pair of twats. You know that. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Nostalgia FC Podcast with your host, me Drew and me George. This is the podcast where we delve deep into the obscure recesses of football and history and obscure footballing players. Yeah, so each week we're getting a guest who will give us their favourite starting eleven, their super sub, their manager, their stadium and their kit. This week's guest is Archie Stevens. So Archie is a musical theatre performer. He has been in Les Mis, uh, Queen's Theatre from 2012 to 2013. And he was in the go-between in Apollo Theatre in 2016. Sorry if that was a bit shoddy. I was reading it off a notepad. You couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. He also has a YouTube channel channel and an instagram account under the tag for the badge yeah which is all about footballing news transfer gossip stuff like that so the perfect man for this podcast now yeah same as last episode we're gonna guess a player that he's gonna pick it's currently one nil to me after one yeah. after one go so that's a good start yeah 100 record for me right so again spoiler alert we know that archie is a liverpool fan so and we also know he's, I believe, 18 years old. So that sort of gives you a range as well, I think. Yeah, right. So let's let's just say neither was allowed to pick Steven Gerrard because that would be too obvious. <laughs> yeah. At 18, yeah. he caught the I back mean... end still. He would have been there. Yeah. So I'm going to go Mo Salah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm torn between two. We can go the same. But, but I think I'm going to go Virgil van Dijk. Ooh, oh, that's probably a better shout. Yeah, it was right. between him and Luis Suarez for me. All right, all right. Well, let's find out. Let's get stuck in. Yes, this let's is get him on. Nostalgia FC Podcast. Archie, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Right then. So, before we get started, obviously, we need to find out who do you support? I am a Liverpool fan. Get it. <laughs> George is sour because uh, United just lost 4 1 to City. Yep, yep, they did. Live images of George crying in London. <laughs> like every United fan, apparently. <laughs> yeah, true. And Liverpool fan, really. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, the one time we got United to win, look what you did. Yeah. You lost more than you wanted to. Anyway, we can talk about how shit United are for hours. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll be a spin off podcast we do. Nice. I don't think I'll be a part of that. <laughs> that's why I do Right, cool. So, uh, as always, we go straight in and we go for the formation. So, Archie, what what, what, yes. what how are we lining up? So, I've gone for a 4-2, then two wingers, and then a sort of two strikers, but one of them just behind. So, like a 4-2-3-1, you could call it. Right, like it. 4-2-3-1. Cool. And then, George, go. Okay, so 
as always with every single team. We start at the back and in goal. Who have you got in net, Archie? Yeah. So what I've done is um, I've come at you with a, a sort of twist with this team. I've gone for um, iconic goals that I remember going in. As in, I remember seeing them go in, be it in okay. the stadium or actually <laughs> sat there like watching it. them. So like in that. goal, there's only there's pretty much only one that I could go for, and that was Allison uh, last season against West Brom away. Oh, yeah. nice! I see. Yeah. Right, right. So, so did you actually see it, or do you mean on TV? On TV. So it's, there's there's a couple here that I actually saw, a couple that I saw on TV. Um, but as in, yeah, the ones like iconic goals that I specifically saw. Yeah. Amazing. I would annoyingly I was thinking about Alison for, for the player I was gonna pick as well. Oh, anyway, yeah, oh, let yourself down. Let yourself down. Oh well, well, well let's yeah. let's dive into that goal then. So Liverpool's Champions League hopes in the balance. Yeah, completely. And West yeah, Brom, we had to one one. One one. Uh Nat Phillips, Reese Williams, the dream oh, duo, oh. dream partnership at the back. I hope they're you centre backs. <laughs> um, yeah and uh, my sister my youngest sister was recording like a geography video um, which I can show you guys after uh, which in which she was saying about the weather in different parts of the UK and as she says and in Liverpool I come in screaming to her because Alison's just scored the win. It literally goes, but in Liverpool, yes! Like, literally perfect um, yeah, yeah, I definitely so want to see that. Was, yeah, we need yeah. that. I, I screamed at her. The goalkeeper just scored and she goes, what does that mean? <laughs> she in reference no to the weather, but, how does that work? Yeah. yeah. It's raining um, goals yeah, in, so, in Birmingham. In, yeah, in the Midlands. <laughs> um, yeah, brilliant Amazing. goal. Um, and he's now got a goal contribution in each of his last three seasons. I'm pretty sure, having got the assist against who was it? Uh, it was fairly recently for Salah. Yeah, again. was it Leeds? It was against Leeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Wow. And it was for Salah the season before. Against yeah, United. against United. Beautiful. He's doing well. What I mean, what a guy! Very handsome goalkeeper, Allison. He goes through phases of having a slick haircut and a slim beard comparison or or looks full like a homeless man but it's really a handsome beard. homeless man <laughs> he's yeah, got a nail homeless man on 200k a week he did have, he did have a moustache at one point yeah he was rocking it yeah a porn yeah. yeah yeah he's yeah, just he kind of suited it yeah he's yeah, he a fantastic goalkeeper great distribution great shot stopper great leader at the back yeah. and as Archie mentioned scorer of one of the most iconic goals in Liverpool's history yeah, it really was. We, we didn't get, we wouldn't get in Champions League if not for that goal. Yeah, it was literally the last kick yeah. of the game or head of the game, I should say. Yeah, it's, and it's not like sometimes you see like a goalkeeper scoring like a scrappy goal. That was or a like one from the header. other side of the pitch that yeah. bounces over. Yeah, it was a yeah. technically a brilliant goal. Yeah. Unreal. I'll be honest, when I was watching it. Uh, yeah. Well, I think you've got Jan Oblak, who I personally think is the best goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. I love Alisson, obviously, as a Liverpool fan. I can be very biased. He's up there. He's up there. He's up there, though. I think he's the best goalkeeper in the Premier League. Um, but I yeah, think, I, yeah, I put him above Edison any day. Yeah, but I think uh, Oblak, just just a little bit. Just just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I was having this conversation with my friend the other day, like actually pretty much yesterday. I'd like to see Edison in a worse team. Yeah. In like a team that 
he's actually under threat a lot more of the time. Yeah, uh, I saw I saw a stat recently that was like, oh, I can't remember which keeper it was, but it said he's saved more shots than any keeper in the Premier League. And I was like, yeah, that's that's not great though, is it? Yeah, I always think that's a bit of a weird stat. I think it might have been De Gea, you know, because there are people who are saying yeah, about De Gea making those saves. I think it probably was. And De Gea yeah, is a good was, goalkeeper, yeah. don't get me wrong. I think he's, he's a good shot stopper. stopper. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I then, think he works the same way as Alisson in terms of like playing out from the back, that sort yeah. of style. And when's the last time you saw him get up like a salmon? Yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on from this goalkeeper because I could talk about Alisson Becker all day. So yeah. we'll moving to your defence, your choice, yes. right back, left back, centre back, where do you want to go? Uh, right, so I'll go with the two fullbacks, but starting at right back, um, Kieran Trippier, uh, the oh. iconic goal uh, against Croatia in the semi-final of the uh, World Cup 2018. Yeah, fifth minute, one nil free kick, a complete elation. One of the happiest moments of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I missed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore all you said about England and go back to Wales. Obviously, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I missed the 2016 um, hype around the Wales team because I was living abroad at the time, but I was in England for 2018. So I remember watching the game before that against Sweden uh, yeah. in a bar in Manchester with some friends, and I got involved in the hype. Obviously, I wasn't cheering for England. I had a I had Sweden cards on, obviously, but anyway, <laughs> I've got a Swedish cousin. Uh, so. The um, but I like I got involved. I could feel like the the joy that England's team was bringing to the masses in England. I thought that was really special. And even the Euros yeah. just gone. Like I yeah. think it's really special that um, because obviously we joke around about being anti-England, but at the end of the day, we're football fans first, and you can see the positive effect that football has on the country, especially when it's been through shit times. You can see like the joy it brings, and that Kieran Trippier goal was a prime example it's, of that. Like you said. Uh, for a second, special goal as well. Yeah, for a second, England I have to, to look at final. Yeah, and then for, yeah. said otherwise. But I, you know. I had I had forgotten when I put any England players in that you were both Welsh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, we'll have it. There's there's only one more. There's only <laughs> one more. <laughs> I um I would also I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, Drew. I'm sorry, but I would also say that like that Kieran Trippier goal is almost on par with those for how Robson Carney's goal. Yeah. Robson Carney, yeah. It's that moment of like Belgium, every yeah. every Wales fan around the world was just like, yeah, in tears from that goal. Yeah, <laughs> I think like for that goal and then Kieran Trippier, the player, for some reason when he went to Atletico, everyone was like, no, yeah, you know, he's not that good. He played, he won the league last season with Atletico, yep. and mm-hmm. he played pretty much every game, like yeah. constant in the team. Even this season, Simeone didn't want him to go. He decided yeah. to go to Newcastle. Simeone was like, oh, yeah. well, he was he was linked with. He was linked with United as well. And yeah, quite heavily get, linked. Yeah. He's a great player. And like you can see, like I know he's injured now, which is a shame, but you can see his instant impact impact that Newcastle scores two free kicks in the first like five games he plays. Yeah. Like his leadership, like his experience. He's just a great player. Like, a really underrated player, I think. Yeah. It yeah. Seems strange to yeah, say when he's just won the won La Liga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and versatile because he he started the Euros at left back. Yeah. Uh, as well, it was Walker and him. Yeah, maybe England fans back, going mad. Going, oh, why is Chilwell not playing? Yeah, is- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chilwell, sure. <laughs> and we're playing Trippier at left back, but yeah, <laughs> it worked. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Awesome. All right, let's move on. So you're going to go to your other fullback? Yes, yeah. Um, which is actually quite a good segue because my other fullback is Luke Shaw. 
for uh, I'm, uh, I can guess which one I think <laughs> which one of Luke Shaw's many goals um, do <laughs> yeah, I true. find the most iconic uh, yeah of course the Euro final this was uh, I was in a show I was doing uh, The Little Mermaid and I had the game on backstage alright let's just pause for a second who did you play in Little Mermaid I need to know <laughs> I Ursula. played uh, Ursula Scuttle no 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 Ursula was my sister Skull, his skull. Scuttle's sorry. the seagull. Oh, the, the, yeah, oh okay. yeah, it's a good yeah, role, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good fun. Character, character role, comedy character. Yes, yeah, Scuttle. Most important um, thing that's come out of this podcast, I did not know that was the name. <laughs> the <laughs> the <laughs> Every day is a school day. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so right. Luke Scuttle scored in the final. No, sorry, sure, Luke- scored in the final. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, uh, so I was off stage because I'd... I'd come off from my final scene and was just waiting for the bows. I came off, was holding my phone literally as we went on for the bows and he scored. And I was telling the people on the other side of stage, it's one nil, it's one nil. Um, uh, Yeah. Again, complete elation. Um, And whilst, and that was the final show. So all the, uh, all the other, other, Actors and actresses were all crying and like sad because it's all over. I was, I was bouncing. <laughs> I was absolutely loving it. Um, funny, yeah. funny thing as well though, uh, you saying that about Luke Shaw's goal with Kieran Trippier's goal uh, against Croatia. I was also on stage uh, with a load of English people, and there was this guy called Kit who had it on his phone backstage. Uh, I went on stage to do a scene and all like, so it was an outdoor play. So you can see like um, the backstage when you're up on stage, it's like a hedge and you can see the everyone else backstage. And right. all I saw was him absolutely losing it, but trying to That's keep his brilliant. voice down. And he was just like, <laughs> and I just, I was just on stage trying not to laugh about it. But yeah, he was, he was going mental backstage. It was really brilliant. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was like for the for back to the Luke Shaw goal. Like, like you said, he does not score many goals. No. So to pop up in the Euros final and score, it is a hell of a goal it's as well. A, yeah, decent yeah, finish. finish. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what a guy! Like a long comeback from injury from, from Luke Shaw. Obviously, when he signed yeah. from Southampton to United, it was he was like the the next big left back in English football. Yeah, and maybe he's got back to that a little bit. I, I think maybe he's sort of regressed a little bit since the Euros. He's not had the best season this season, but I think that's just a reflection of the United team as a whole. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's a great player and like I said, a scorer of a, a wonderful goal. Yeah, brilliant yeah. goal. Had, the, had them big, um, not falling out, well, probably falling out with Jose Mourinho, wasn't it? Where Jose Mourinho kept calling him overweight and yeah, yeah. good enough. And so it's almost like now that Mourinho went, Shaw was just like, right, I'll show you. What I can yeah. actually do. Yeah, he's actually come over a lot in his in his career. Mm, with yeah. as you said, the big injury as well. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I remember that one was nasty. True test of character yeah. that to come back from a manager pretty much bullying you and also a, a, a serious, potentially career threatening injury. There was times where yeah. he said he would never come back. Yeah. yeah. And as I say, yeah, certainly in the Euros, he was everyone was saying he's up there with the best yeah. left backs in the world. Team of the tournament, did he get in the team tournament? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he should have done it. Or did, he should or did have the done. Italian left back? got injured. Ah, oh, Spinozola. Yeah, old, maybe. I think maybe. Yeah. It should have been Luke Shaw. It should have been Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. 
let's move away from Luke Shaw. And so centre-backs <laughs> don't score many goals. So I'm wondering which ones you're going to put in here. But well, neither do goalkeepers, but we've got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've managed, we've managed it. Uh, yes, so uh, my first centre-back, I'm going to go for the, for the happy, iconic uh, moment. Uh, and that was Dejan Lovren. Right, nice, nice. You might have sensed a moment of brief pause there where George really thought you were about to pick the player that he wanted. Well, Van Dyke, yeah, Everton FA Cup. No, uh, no, I went, I went with Lovren. Yeah, I thought, I thought Van Dyke might feature, uh, might be expected to feature. So, no, I went with, uh, uh, went with the old Croatian. <laughs> Thank you, Archie. I can't, we'll end the podcast there. I can't lose now, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I went, so, so last last time I was like, oh, I'll go a bit rogue, da, 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 and then it obviously didn't work out for me. So this week I went, oh, I'll go safe. And you picked Dejan Lovren. <laughs> yeah, Dejan Lovren's the best centre-back in the world, don't you know? Yeah, so it's self-claimed. <laughs> self-claimed best centre-back in the world. So which yeah. goal? Which goal for Lovren? Uh, the uh, Borussia Dortmund uh, 2016 Europa League quarter-final. It yeah. was 1-1 after the first leg. And then we were three one down at Anfield, so four two down, and then he comes and scores a ninety plus one minute winner, bullet header, absolutely back post, crazy. And I remember this one. This one is particularly iconic because it was the first one that my mum ever told me. Calm down, it's just a football game. Defining <laughs> <laughs> moment in a young man's life. <laughs> yeah. I knew from then on football meant more. <laughs> I mean, I remember that game, obviously, as a Liverpool fan. Yeah. I was, I was watching that in a bar in Italy, and we nice. went mad. We went absolutely mad when that went in. Yeah. I, I remember. I still remember now James Milner pinging it across yeah. the post. Oh. He's Mr. Reliable. Dayan Lovren ran into the corner with Mamadou Sacco in tow. Yeah, it was a dark time. I could have chosen him because he scored the, uh, the one before that. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you didn't because I didn't. I don't have many positive things to say about Mamadou yeah, Sacco. Fair enough. <laughs> I, think he, I think he got... Drug tested after that, after that game. That was Mamadou <laughs> The way he scored that goal, he could have kicked it, and he like headbutted his own. He, knee re- yeah, he went so. really. He like <laughs> dived for a non-diving header. Yeah. So Dan Lovren, yes, uh, obviously self self-professed one of the best centre backs in the world after yeah. the after it was after 2018 World Cup. Cup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When they said, got "Why to am I not getting mentioned?" Because I got in the final, and I've won. And the because he got to the Champions League final, Champions League as well. final, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't that bad. Yeah, but you, you guys well, to play stick. to play for Liverpool to play for Liverpool, you've got to be like you've got to be a certain quality, even if it wasn't at Liverpool's best moment. Yeah, but, like, yeah. and the thing is, he was a twenty million pound signing when yeah. twenty million pounds wasn't something to just chuck away. Like that's that was a a statement signing, as it were. Yeah, at the time. And he was one of the um, first uh, Southampton to Liverpool signings. He started it. Liverpool signings, yeah. I mean, Dan Lovren. I I did not think ever, for whatever reason, that we'd ever see Dan Lovren <laughs> in this in this podcast. I, I also I also just did quite like him. And like I I think he I think he was overhated. Yeah. Um, as a Liverpool player, um, he was incredibly at fault. I think he was hated the, uh, just the right three 0 <laughs> Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he um yeah. he's the current captain of oh this is a bit sophical. He's the current captain of Zenit St. Petersburg. Zenit. Hey. Oh. 
Move on, move on, move on. <laughs> uh, next centre back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please don't say he's Russian. All right, next one. <laughs> no, he's not Russian. I can confirm he is Belgian. Um, yeah, so the last one was a happy, iconic moment uh, goal for a centre back. This one is quite an annoying one. It was Vincent Company uh, oh. against Leicester City. Yeah, 2018-19. Oh. Liverpool needed City to slip up and they were being held out really well by Leicester. But then, yeah, 70th minute, company scores. An uh, absolute worldy. Like, yeah, possibly one of the greatest goals yeah. in Premier League history. Like, Yeah. It could not have been more top corner. Yeah, and there's that there's that photo of it as it nestles into the top corner and just up in the stands you see a guy walking to the toilets or walking out of the stadium <laughs> so he missed the greatest goal of all time yeah. was it yeah. who was it that was shouting there's one of the city players was shouting that don't shoot Vinny yeah Aguero Aguero yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, shoot. they made they made like a whole documentary on it didn't they City's yeah, yeah. YouTube channel or something Vinny <laughs> don't shoot don't shoot <laughs> City get yeah, a lot of stick for, for obviously being only relatively successful in the past sort of 10 years mm-hmm. and not really having club legends as such. They do have club legends, but he, I would say, is the ultimate City club legend. I don't think yeah. there's many more iconic Mr. City players. Maybe you've got David Silva, Yaya yeah. Torre, Aguero in that list. Aguero the company now, yeah. was the first because he was one of the first to join the big money revolution. Yes, um, yeah. I'm sure he signed for Sven Goran Eriksson, actually. When they signed him, yeah, I think it was like 08. Yeah, they signed him from Hamburg. He was in a CDM. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, and then he's obviously converted into one of the best centre backs in the world. Yeah. For that one game, he was like, "Well, watch this. I'm actually a striker." Yeah. Well, Bye. I remember. I remember. I can't remember if it was on FIFA or Pro Evo, but Vincent Company had ridiculous free kick skills on one of them. <laughs> when before he was in City, I, I, it was the most random thing because I don't think he's ever been a free kick taker. No, yeah. not that I've seen. I mean, maybe he did in Germany when he played back then. It's like Van Dyke yeah. used to say free kicks for, for yeah, Celtic. Van Dyke did for Celtic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing I always loved about Vincent Company is he gave the big-headed community of the world a good. <laughs> but thanks, Vinny. <laughs> Appreciate that. Mega mind. <laughs> we've tried to oh, live well. in the shadows for years, although actually we've just created the shadows with our massive heads. <laughs> <laughs> and Vinny brought us back into the sunshine. Well, in. It's just reflecting off his head. That's what it was, Drew. That's true. That's why the keeper couldn't see it. Schmeichel was blinded <laughs> by the light reflecting off his head. <laughs> We've got your keeper in your back four now. So, uh, yes. We'll be moving into it. Is it two holding midfielders? Yeah. Call it that. Ish. 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 Yeah. Why not? Ish. This right, team well, wouldn't necessarily play well. First centre uh, I've gone for Jorginho Wijnaldum. Oh, um, another Liverpool player. I, d- I didn't want to put so many Liverpool players, but. Um, yeah, this this iconic goal slash iconic goals comes with a story. Um, another acting related story. I was in uh, rehearsal for I can't remember what show, um, and uh, Liverpool were playing Barcelona uh, semi final of Champions League eighteen nineteen, and um, I was off stage. Uh, just watching the game under a jumper because our director doesn't like football. So I was hiding it from him. Um, <laughs> watching the game under a jumper. And why now them scores uh, the, the tap in from, well, I say tap in uh, from Trent's cross uh, to make it 2 0. 
so as I go on, my friend Marcus comes off the stage and I say, oh, it's 2-0 when Adams just scored. So he goes and watches it under the jumper. And then we come back together after the scene's finished and he goes, oh yeah, what a, he- what a header. And I was thinking, it's not a header. How is that a header? Stupid guy. Um, and then we we both looked at it thinking we'd seen the same 2-0 goal and it was 3-0. Both Wijnaldum, both oh. within two minutes of each other. It's brilliant. Yeah. We've never discussed this game on this podcast. No, we haven't. What? I'm also I'm also thinking that Drew, your dreams might be realized and one of your favorite players might be the striker of this team if we go on the same game. <laughs> oh. like... <laughs> I should have picked it, shouldn't I? <laughs> but this game, this game, the Liverpool have a have a reputation for having famous comebacks in Europe. Um, just so happens to always be in Europe when we do it. Like to yeah. fun for the neutral. I think we've got a deal with um, with whoever provides the coverage for the Champions League. That like oh, yeah, BT Sport. Yeah, we'll just we'll make it interesting. <laughs> we'll for you, play well for you. Yeah, <laughs> but that game and the thing about that game is obviously the first leg we got absolutely spanked. I remember watching that game. Yeah, Messi whipped in a free kick from thirty five yards, and I was like, ah, well, that's that dream yeah. for another year. Yeah, and it was unbelievable, and you couldn't like. Never in my wildest dreams did I think we beat them 4 0 downfield. Yeah. Obviously, lo and behold, we did. But the, the funniest thing about the whole story is we didn't even have our full strength team out. No. Oh, Salah wasn't even on the bench. He was sat in the stand. Salah and Firmino were both, yeah. yeah, both out. And like Mane was leading the line with Origi. Yeah, Shakiri. Shakiri. <laughs> James Milner was on the pitch. James Milner. Oh, Andy Robertson went off at half time. Yeah. Um, four Vinaldum, though. Yeah, four Genies, so the most inspired su- substitution of all time. Yeah. Fulham that is not. not I should have done that. Best I was going to say of all times. A bit. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Fulham Liverpool. Um, but yeah, that like that earlier on in that game, Robertson probably should have got sent off for pretty much just slapping Messi in the face when he's on the floor. Yeah, Fulham. yeah I remember. <laughs> I love that about Robertson. Though. He does not care. He does not care no. who you are, how good you've been, he's where like you rank in Maradona, Pele, Messi. <laughs> I'll still he will the face. slap you down. <laughs> <laughs> This like that whole game, the whole like all around the game, like it was like because the Champions League final after that was pretty dull. It was dull. Yeah, it, it was. It, it was. It was. But it wasn't. It wasn't a good Champions League yeah. final. And I think that's no. because both semi-finals were so intense. Because I mean, Spurs did it against Ajax as well. With yeah, come back with Lucas Moura last, last minute. So I think that's actually that year's Champions League. They're just like ah, oh, should we just have a, it had to a live relaxing up to game. So much. This, this yeah, final, so just it calm just it down didn't. a bit. It's a bit too much energy. Yeah. energy in those yeah. semi-finals. If I remember rightly, as well, the the highlight of the whole game in the Champions League final was just the stripper running on the pitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my personal highlight was, uh, was Big Div slotting in in the corner. You yeah, know, but... yeah. After what? Joel Matip's assist, oh, that is that Joel. is iconic. How was that Champions League final? How were those <laughs> two playing in a Champions League final? <laughs> Hey, you can say what you like about <laughs> Liverpool Football Club, but never, never bad mouth <laughs> the Crown Prince of Cameroon. <laughs> Joel Matic. <laughs> Joel Matic. <laughs> yeah, back onto Genie. Good old Genie. It's funny because Liverpool yeah. signed him from Newcastle and he was from supposed to be like a attacking midfielder. And yeah. Was like, oh, forget oh. everything you know about football. <laughs> I'm going to turn to this guy. Box to box, minimum. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes to, when he plays for, uh, for the Netherlands, he scores loads of goals for them. Yeah. Scored in the yeah. Euros a couple of times. Really good attacking player. Liverpool just never used him like that. Yeah, and he was and now, he was captain whilst yeah. Van Dijk was out, wasn't he? And now Messi for, for Netherlands because uh, PSG aren't having a good season and 
Neither does Van Alden, <laughs> and Messi hates him. So yeah, <laughs> great. That's hard to come back from, isn't it? Best player in the world yeah. hates me. It's all right, Robbo is sorting out. <laughs> Maybe he hates him because of that game. Oh my god, yeah. figured it out. There you go. Probably is. <laughs> There's still bad blood there. Yeah. Probably is. Still remember because that was his last realistic chance of winning the Champions League with Barca. Yeah. So. And then Barcelona, Liverpool broke Barcelona in that game. Yeah. After that, really generally did. after that game, Barcelona weren't the same for about a good year and a half. They're getting back yeah. now, ish. But yeah. slowly though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from the ruiner of Barcelona, Genie van Helden, let's move on to your other midfielder. Yes. So again, it's another Liverpool one. But you'll appreciate it. You'll both appreciate it. It is the Welsh Pirlo, Joe Allen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Allen. you've made two Welsh men very is it, happy. Is it <laughs> a goal against Arsenal? It is. Yeah. It is. 3-3, 2015-16. 90th minute equaliser. And he comes in, he pops up out of nowhere. Slots at home. Unbelievable scenes. We Joe as he was known back then, because that was in the <laughs> We Joe. I remember watching Joe Allen play for Liverpool when we signed him from Swansea. And when we first mm-hmm. signed him, he genuinely looked like a child. He was he looked like <laughs> a child. And then because he'd spent so long on the bench, I think he just <laughs> treated it as if he was like out in the wilderness. Like yeah, you have that like phrase where like a player's not playing so they're out in the wilderness, they're not like nowhere near the team. And he not took that very literally. <laughs> and just like, grew out. Yeah, it's like a nomad, just like, yep, this yeah. is me now. I'll and grow then, my beard until I get a game. Turns out he was growing his hair out because it, he is actually football Jesus. So there you go. That's that's why he was doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Can't argue with facts. Oh, yeah, Joe Allen, what a guy. I mean, yeah, like yeah. I said, iconic player for us. Uh, not so much for Liverpool. Didn't really do too much for Liverpool. I was really sad that he had the, the tournament of his life, the best four or five games of his career. And then Klopp was like, yeah. Lovely place. <laughs> Only Pulis yeah. really likes you, so you should head off to yeah. In fact, it's probably more he's, think, not, he's think, not been seen since. No. Do you not think as well Stoke is one of the most depressing teams to play for? I don't even know why. I think it's just the reputation that comes with yeah, it. Like, they have a bad reputation. Really. If, if your reputation is based on the fact that it's windy in your stadium. Yeah. <laughs> a cold, great, windy, rainy Wednesday night. Or is it Tuesday night in Stoke? Yeah. Yeah. Joe yeah can Messi can do, do it, it in a, in a yeah. rainy night in Stoke in the championship, yeah. which I imagine is pretty difficult. Yeah. So what a guy. It here first. Joe it. Allen's back than Messi. That's why he went. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did we get to that? Oh, because the Tuesday night in Stoke thing, right? The the the, uh, the rainy, rainy <laughs> so like, When did we get to that conclusion? <laughs> <laughs> better than Messi. I've heard of pandering to the guests, but this is a new level. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on to your wingers, shall we? On your wingers. Yes. Yeah. Or do you want so your now? Or you like attacking centre forward mid? Whoever you want. Yeah, sort of like wide attacking mids wingers. Whatever you call them. Um, so the, on the right wing, though, he is actually a left wing, but there's two left wingers. So on the right wing, I've gone with Cucho Hernandez. Very much recency bias, but he has just scored as of today, the 6th of March, uh, 2022. He has just scored uh, the first bicycle kick that I've ever seen uh, live in the stadium uh, against Arsenal. Unfortunately, Watford lost, but... It was a brilliant goal. And he's so he's so small. He <laughs> leapt like a salmon 
bicyed it straight past Ramsdale. Ramsdale, who tried to make it look like a ridiculous save as well. You know, you know, he like jumps re- like stupidly to make yeah. it look like it's a much better well, save. He did that, but still missed it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those, yeah, for for the for those of you who haven't seen this goal, go and watch it because it's out of nowhere. Like I think Musoka runs into the box, turns around. Mm. Passes it to Emmanuel Dennis, who waits for, I think it's Kiko Feminia. Yeah, Feminia, yeah. And then just crosses it, and then it looks like it's going nowhere, and then he just, the most perfect <laughs> And then a little, a little man. <laughs> yeah, and I think the commentator even says, like, for a man who's not played a lot of football, that's really good. Yeah, I think he scored. I'm, I might not be right in this, but I think he's only scored twice this season. One was today, and one was first game of the season against Aston Villa. Yeah. And it was a beauty curler into the top corner. And they are his only two goals for Watford. But, okay. Oh my God, I've just watched it. <laughs> so let's break down uh, Cuco Hernandez's... First, his full name is Juan Camillo Hernandez Suarez. Suarez. So Good somehow found, a footballer. Somehow comes up with Cucho for all that. Yeah. Uh, he signed for Watford in 2017. So he's been at the club for five years. And he's only 22. So he's been on loan. So he was on loan for two years at Huesca. And he scored 20 goals in 69 games. Good record. Went to Mallorca, scored five goals in 22. And then Getafe, 20, uh, 23 games, two goals. For Watford, he scored uh, two goals in 14 appearances 14 this games. season. But then for Colombia, I mean, Colombia are a good international side. Listen to the podcast when I'm a big fan of Colombia, especially the kids. Mm. <laughs> and he has got one cap and two goals. Fair enough. So for some reason, for an international level, he's significantly better than he is everywhere else. <laughs> Two goals per game. <laughs> That's a good record. He's going to retire from uh, international football now with that record. Just to keep that, yeah. yeah. Cuco Hernandez, what a player, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. It remains to be seen. Maybe. <laughs> we'll do a reunion episode in 10 years and we'll see what happens <laughs> if Cucho Hernandez as a 32-year-old and see what happens to him. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, from the bicycle kick of Cucho Hernandez, which was a terrific goal. And who today. is your yeah, and today, very recent. Who is your other today. winger? My other winger is another Watford player um in another oh, wow. game that I saw live. It is Gerard Delafeu uh against Wolves at Wembley in the FA Cup semi-final 2018-19. And um he he'd got into the box and it looked like nothing was happening. Like there was obviously the excitement of getting to the box because Watford hadn't scored yet um, and hadn't really created anything. Uh, There was nothing really going on. And suddenly he just lifts it, like curls it, lifts it, floats it into the top corner. I think it was John Ruddy in goal and uh, completely out of nowhere and so audacious. Yeah. Incredible. That's probably the best goal I've seen now. That goal sums him up perfectly, I think. Yeah. Because for the rest of that game, he didn't really do much. But for that one moment, absolutely world-class. He's always yeah. had that in his locker when he was at Everton. He did the same. Yeah. Obviously at Watford, he's played for well, Barcelona's where he started. So let's go. Right, his career, he's had a hell of a, a hell of a lot of teams he's played for that are fantastic teams. Yeah. So Barcelona B is where he started. Then Barcelona. Everton on loan. Sevilla on loan. Back to Everton permanently then to Milan on loan, back to Barcelona, that's a bit random, and then to Watford on loan, <laughs> signed for Watford, 
and then last year moved to Udinese on loan, Udinese, and then yeah. has now this season scored nine goals in twenty three games for Udinese. What a player! Solid. Yeah, he. I remember that goal as well because the way he kicks the ball is really odd. Yeah, it's like like his his like whole leg stays straight, cut. doesn't it? And he's just sort yeah. of like. Yeah, it's really weird, but he obviously means to do it. You can tell, like, he's used that technique before and he meant to do it. But yeah, so the way he kicks it is so weird to watch. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. But it works perfectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an incredible goal. Incredible yeah. goal. He was part of the unfortunate generation, which I think will be, apart from now that he's gone, every youth player that happens to play in an attacking position for Barcelona will invariably be compared to Lionel Messi. Yeah, yeah, you can't avoid it's it. True. Like, and it was always the case with like him, with um, Bojan. Yeah, that was a bit. That was Who a bit could do it that. on a sun on a Tuesday night. Exactly. Day. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Dele <laughs> I don't think he could. He didn't really do that well at Everton. But the um, I think for like Dele and that generation of of like wingers coming through, like Dharma as well, they were always going to get compared to Messi. So how do you yeah. ever live up to that hype? So even though it's he's true. a perfectly serviceable football player, and like you said, and like we've mentioned with this goal scorer of on his day some of the best goals you're likely to see because he scored some like crackers for Everton I remember mm. yeah but it's that's always that shadow's always going to be like looming over him you can never get away from it you know yeah yeah it's true also played for Everton so fuck off Sheriff Dale <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it's debatable as to me putting him in it but um, yeah he, he actually then got sub he was subbed on and then subbed off in that FA Cup semi-final because I think he came on as an impact, scored that goal. He actually then scored the winner as well in extra time and then got subbed off for being injured. So well, at least he one was of the best. Because he's like, right, <laughs> I can go now. <laughs> Take me off, I've done my job. <laughs> <laughs> that would also sum him up. Um, yeah. No, um, I think, yeah, he did get injured, but yeah. Very important anecdote about Gerard De La Feu. How do you spell his surname? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I've definitely butchered it on my notes here. Yeah, no, no idea. It's, it's a stupid amount of vowels. Yeah, there's too many vowels. It should, it should be illegal to have that many vowels in your surname. Though it's quite nice when you do know how to spell it because it's the D E U L O F E U. So it's got the pattern. Nice. Deu le feu. Even though you've just said that, I still don't know. Archie was about to break out into rap then, it looked like. He's going to use this as an audition for Hamilton. I like it. Yeah, nice. That's the only thing I know about Hamilton is they're rapping it. That's the only thing they're I know rapping about. it. <laughs> about Spanish footballers that can't live up to Messi. <laughs> they might do, as far as I know. <laughs> Fair enough. There's also only one white character, I believe, as well. Yeah. There you go. King. Yeah. Hey, that's the king. That sounds like the best role. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Anyway, let's move on from my lack of knowledge about musical theatre. <laughs> about musicals. Yeah, so I've got it written down here as an attack, attacking midfielder, but you were saying it's sort of like a second yeah. striker? It's Yeah, second striker. We'll go with that. Because they're both strikers, but I feel if this team were playing, this guy would have to be the second striker. Um, so I've gone with, uh, <laughs> again, another ex-Everton player. Um, oh. I've gone with Tim Cahill. Oh, Timmy. Oh, hang on. We know we know what goal this is. Yeah, uh, it's Cup. not an it's you not a goal know. for Everton, is it? No, it's definitely not yeah. a goal for Everton. It is a goal for Australia. Now I'm actually half Australian, uh, which oh, is nice. why I was watching the game at all. 
Um, but yeah, Australia versus Netherlands. Um, and the, I think the most iconic thing was that they were still showing the highlights of Robin's goal that had just gone in. And yeah. as they cut back, the ball had already floated into him and he volleyed it literally split seconds after it had cut back to the, to the live game. And I, yeah, thundered. I think it hit the crossbar yeah. and went in underneath it. Brilliant. Goal. I was watching this game live as well, just because whenever it's the World Cup, I try and watch as many as possible. Yeah, yeah. And to see that live was just, oh, it was so special. Goal. I, I was going mental and I've got nothing to do with Australia. Yeah, I was loving it. <laughs> yeah. What a goal. Brilliant. What an incredibly Brilliant underrated goal. player as well. Yeah. <laughs> Professional podcast. <laughs> yeah, Tim Cahill, I, I, as you mentioned, hell of a player. I never knew that he started his career at Millwall. I didn't know yeah. that. Came yeah. for the youth there you go. at Millwall. His his uh, goal record is actually yeah his goal <laughs> record is actually Family outstanding. Fifty two goals for Millwall, fifty six goals for Everton, fourteen for New York Red Bulls, eleven for Shanghai Shenhua, four for Hangzhou Greentown, eleven for Melbourne City, none for winning back to. I didn't realize he went back to Millwall in twenty nineteen, no. twenty eighteen. And then here's a new one for you, George. Uh, Jam Shedpour. Jam Shedpour. I'm, yeah. I assume I'm butchering the pronunciation. I think it's in India, to be honest. Yeah, it oh, is. Okay. Indian Super League. There you go. And Only founded in the 2017-18 season. Oh, so. I love that. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> he has been nominated for a Ballon d'Or. He was on the t- he was on a 50-man shortlist for a Ballon d'Or. Fair Which enough. Uh, 2004-2005, when Millwall got to the... Um, Final of the FA Cup against United. Oh, and it was um, oh, who was their player manager at the time? Uh, De- Dennis Wise. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Now, Archie, do you Good know man, who Dennis, Dennis Wise? Wise. Is? I do know Dennis Wise. <laughs> you know him before <laughs> I, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of it. No, I didn't oh, know God. him before I'm a Seb. <laughs> I only know him because of I'm a Seb. Little man, Dennis Wise. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Again. <laughs> Let's let's find out how old I was when Dennis Wise. Yeah, I remember Dennis Wise, one of like the um, like roughest football players to play for oh, one yeah. of the roughest teams as Absolutely, well. It was just yeah. like to come up against the Millwall with Dennis Wise in it was probably the most terrifying thing in the world. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he... He's a tiny man. <laughs> Tim Cahill, also quite a small man. Yeah. Became the first Australian yeah. to score in three World Cups. 2006, oh. 2010, 2014. Yeah. He has scored the most goals by any Australian in the World Cup with five goals. He is the first Australian to score in an Asian Cup final. And he is obviously very well known for his weird celebration where he punches the corner flag. Yeah, punches the corner flag. Yeah. That is a good celebration. Yeah. Jamie Bobby saw that and was like, I can do one better. (laughs) Yeah. I'll murder the corner flag. (laughs) Slide it completely. That was brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tim Cahill also wore the number four for Australia. Yeah. Which again is one of those iconic kit numbers that doesn't make sense. No. For his position. That is football blasphemy wearing the number four in an attacking position. As a striker. I think, remember... was it somewhere Leto? Yeah, five Leto Everton? wore five, so did Barosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I had, I had that you shit. guys, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, weird. 
No, so my striker uh, is Andy Carroll. <laughs> Big Andy Carroll. <laughs> See you later. Podcast <laughs> is over. We've that's it. We're Don't come back next week. We've quit. Oh, uh, is it is overhead kick? No, it's not. And this oh. this is this is the strangest one. Is because... it a diving header against Blackbird? No, it's not that either. Um, so when when I'd when I'd realised that a Tom Hanks eleven wouldn't suffice for nostalgia FC, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I then thought about like uh, like my favourite players or the players that I remember, and, and for some reason Andy Carroll just always has been like one of my favourite players. I remember Match of the Day magazines. Um, I drew a picture of Andy Carroll to send in to see if it would get in, and it didn't. But like, I just remember <laughs> Do you doing. Still it. Have that picture? No, that. but I really wish I did. <laughs> Can you draw a picture of Andy Carroll <laughs> now? That, um, it's just a ponytail, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> That's yeah. his defining feature. Uh, yeah, him or Ebro, you can't tell. Um, yeah, I'd and for some reason, I just, I just always liked him. Um, but the goal that I remember is his header against Sweden at Euro 2012. Group stages. It was one uh, nil. Oh, yeah. It was it was three two uh, after ninety minutes, but one uh, nil. It was the one nil that Carroll scored, and it was this bullet header from just inside the box, right into the bottom corner. And it was just, I don't know. I just it, that's just really stuck with me as a goal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He can, <laughs> he can score a header. He can, he can score a header. To be fair to him, he does have a world in his locker. <laughs> like George mentioned the overhead kick for West Ham yep yep, unreal yeah I don't know you might, you might have seen this recently when he, his last game for Reading before he left Reading and signed for West Brom he scored two I'm not exaggerating of the best goals you will see all season both of them disallowed <laughs> I have not seen it <laughs> but literally the best brace that will never be because both were disallowed for, for different reasons but oh, genuinely one was like an absolute worldy 30-yard volley and then one I think was sort of similar from a different range. But yeah, both disallowed. And that that sums up Andy Carroll's career. Yeah. 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 Moments of magic for a six-foot-seven ponytail man. Well, I don't know, if, I don't know how, how old you would have been when this happened, actually, but when uh, Liverpool sold Fernando Torres to Chelsea, there was a very yes. brief moment of panic when Liverpool didn't have any strikers. But then they quickly rectified that by spending thirty-five million pounds on Andy Carroll. <laughs> Andy Carroll. <laughs> and I, yeah. I think I was, I, don't know, I was about fifteen at the time. I was like, "Well, that's that's Liverpool <laughs> that's, done. That solved it." To be fair, then did score against Man City on his second game. It was a hell of a goal. But there you go. Yeah. Andy Carroll. To go from Fernando Torres to Andy Carroll though is is <laughs> what, what ex- a great, extremely <laughs> funny. How many goals has Fernando Torres scored for Reading? Well, okay, True. fair enough. Yeah. How many disallowed goals does he have for Wendell? <laughs> exactly. <for Reading>? How <laughs> many goals has he scored for West Brom? Zero. Same as Andy Carroll. <laughs> so they're equal. <laughs> equal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I mean, funny. what a guy. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, from what I've heard, he's not that great a guy. <laughs> uh, he did recently, or like last year, show up to someone's wedding. He was invited to someone's wedding. Uh, and he rocked up in full West Ham training gear. <laughs> or maybe it was Newcastle training gear. 
Well, it was something, but it basically he got invited to a wedding and he rocked up after training, didn't think to get changed, and just went in his full West Ham training gear. Jesus. <laughs> Imagine that saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we've managed to get Andy to come. Oh, my God, yeah, what's he wearing? Oh, he's wearing a West Ham tracksuit. <laughs> yeah, though, to be fair, him in a West Ham tracksuit uh, removes any possibility of people thinking that it might not be him. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, that Andy Carroll is good, isn't he? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a sign of identification. Ah, oh, he's in the West Ham kit. He must be Andy Carroll. <laughs> it must be him. Yeah. Well, if there's yeah. any players that would never have any chance of having an like impersonator, I think Andy Carroll is quite high. <laughs> he's, he's quite high. <laughs> <laughs> if your career is uh, Andy Carroll lookalike, I'm sorry, mate, but he needs a new job. Yeah, you're either not getting any work or the work you are getting, it's going to be pretty obscure. Like, who <laughs> really wants, needs? Who wants an Andy Carroll lookalike? <laughs> well, Archie, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon there's probably one, and I reckon it is Andy Carroll. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, your accent's really good, mate. Ah, yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right then, well... What a strike partnership, little and large. Andy Carroll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why I put Cahill just off Andy Carroll. Well then, um, I struggle to see how you're going to find anyone to take off this pitch because they're all so good, but... Agreed. Who who is your super (laughs) sub? Now, my super sub uh, will make you, Drew, very happy, I believe, uh, for I have gone for Divock Origi. Oh, yeah, but no, at the same time. (laughs) So I, I mean... It, it's just that Drew chose Mo Salah before. Yeah. Oh, I thought you'd yeah. gone with Origi. I thought no, this was like, I didn't, that's what you'd gone I didn't know your concept. Without your concept, why nah, would you Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> Iconic goals, Origi has to be there. So w- which one? Is it the Newcastle header? Is it the Everton right. header? Is oh, it the Barcelona League? Yeah. Is it the, yeah. the Arsenal well, so overhead kick? Is it the... He's got so many. Too many. Um, <laughs> the Preston North End uh, Scorpion. Oh, well. yeah, yeah. Scored the other one. Um I see. I took this more literally as super sub, uh, and did some research. He has five 80th minute or later goals as a sub since the end of 2018. Yes, my guy for Liverpool, and that includes the Champions League final. Yeah. So, yeah, people forget how impact. long he's been at Liverpool. Yeah, and he's always been young. Like he's <laughs> yeah, still, he's yeah. still only 26. He, yeah, I think, I think another his, Jesse Lingard, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think his time at Liverpool is more than likely coming to an end, which is a crying shame. Yeah. Because as you mentioned, genuinely, and, and even Klopp admits this. He says, without Origi, we wouldn't have any of these trophies. And he's right. It's true. He's it's right. true. Like the guy just scores crucial goals and crucial moments, which makes <laughs> no sense because for the other eighty-five minutes, he's absolutely shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah, I've watched that- a lot of Divock Origi, a lot. And I went to, uh, I started going back to Anfield 2019. And all three games I went to, Divock Origi scored in. What <laughs> legend? Or oh, four games, even four games Come I in, saw Divock Origi score in. He's brilliant. I never once saw Fernando Torres score for Liverpool or Luis Suarez, but I've seen Divock Origi score four Divock times. Origi. There you go. That's so funny. Origi is all we need. <laughs> Football without Origi is nothing. <laughs> Did you see that thing in Brooklyn <laughs> written on a wall in Brooklyn? <laughs> Brooklyn, New York. That <laughs> across the world. It's brilliant. Football without Origi is so nothing. random. Yeah, <laughs> that's the he power that, of Divock Origi. Yeah, he had that mental couple of weeks. He scored the winner against Newcastle. Then midweek scores two against Barcelona, and then a couple of weeks later scores the winner or the last goal in the Champions League final. 
bonkers. One thing I love about David Carilli more than other things, obviously, like I saw him score the overhead kick against Arsenal in the 5 5 with the last yes. kick of the game. Yeah. Was, he, that was in my end of the pitch. I saw it. He ran towards it. It was great. But one thing about Divock Origi, considering how many crucial goals he scored for Liverpool in crucial times, he has never, ever managed to figure out how to celebrate a goal. <laughs> how to celebrate. <laughs> Even in the Champions League it. final, he scored, he's just scored at the, the Liverpool end. And he sort of looks around like, oh, um, fuck, yeah. Uh, I think I, I've done it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, also... I also think the one the one against Barcelona when he celebrated that one he didn't celebrate enough. No, he sort of like that's why yeah, he never celebrates enough. The most it's like he doesn't understand goal. the gravity of the situation. It's like, yeah, well, four nil against Barcelona. <laughs> he just he's just like another day at the office. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. like. He just want to get home. <laughs> yeah, he just scored. He just scored a meaningless goal that didn't actually yeah. do anything. No, he just scored the goal to knock Barcelona out of the Champions League. Right? Yeah, and take Liverpool to the final. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. ridiculous. And the Everton. I think the, one of those iconic non-celebrations is when uh, it bounced off the bar. We all know Pickford, little hands Pickford, yeah. little arms Pickford. Um, <laughs> bounces off the bar, he headers it in and then goes and picks up the ball yeah. as if he's <laughs> quick, going... Get it back, get it back. <laughs> quick, we want 2-0 <laughs> in the 90th, in the 96th minute. It's a great phenomenon. If we could put together a compilation of this, George, this would be <laughs> amazing. Crees non-celebrations. Like, yeah, it's no, genuinely a thing of like he doesn't understand the gravity of the situation. I feel like he doesn't really keep tabs on the score when he comes on the pitch. So on the bench, he's not paying attention. He comes on, he's like, "What's the score? Oh, yeah. we're losing. Oh, right, don't worry." And then scores like, yeah. "Oh, yeah, I'll just run away." <laughs> just score, like, no, don't worry about this, lads. I'm sure he came on against. Maybe it was Wolves because he scored last minute goal against Wolves. Yeah. Uh, in season, December, yeah. and. Apparently, Klopp said to him, "Just go on and be Divock," and that is the that is the tactics that Klopp yeah. used. Like no positional play, no anything. What's great is I Divock. Divock doesn't know what that is. No, like, he just says right. something in English, and he's like, um. <laughs> "Yeah, okay, I'll I'll give it a go." Whatever you say, yeah, Klopp. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what a guy! What a guy! I've written Divock Origi, and because this is a testament to him, on my phone. When I type in Origi, because the amount of times I've typed it to my Liverpool supporter friends is in block capitals. <laughs> nice. <Rigi. laughs> right then, we've Sorry. got your full team. We've got your super yes. sub. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back for an interesting thing. I'm, I'm interested to see how you're going to do this. Manager Stadium kit. Let's find out after the break. Join us. Uh, we have had Archie's starting 11 and his super sub, which is with a fantastic concept, might I add, as well. We are slightly confused at how you're going to do the manager stadium and kit, but, you know, we'll find out very shortly. So, Archie, who is your manager? Yeah, so pretty much for these three, the stadium is like one of the only things that links to the iconicness of the rest of it. Uh, my manager... Uh, is someone that no Liverpool fan would ever select as their manager for their fancy team. Uh, but I've gone with Roy Hodgson. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I literally, I literally went on your um, Instagram before uh, we started recording this, and you have a uh, signed shoe, right? The- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got it with me right now. Roy Hodgson, uh, Roy Hodgson watched me in a play and then signed my shoe. I was going to say that's never Roy Hodgson's shoe. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, so, uh, break so down, let's get into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I was, I was in a show uh, up in London called The Go Between um, and uh, with Michael Crawford. Yeah. He's a very famous actor. He was the original uh, Phantom of the Opera, um, did a lot of comedy acting, and he is good friends with Roy Hodgson. Of course, uh, why who, <laughs> who at the time in 2016 had just been sacked by England Ooh. after Euro 2016, uh, and I had Iceland in the sweepstake, so I thought <laughs> it was best not to mention that to Roy. Um, uh, so yeah, as as I just start doing the, the clap in front of him, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as I'm leaving the theatre, in walks Roy Hodgson. So I thought what else but to ask him to sign my Nike Magister that I had. Did you just uh, take your shoe wearing. off and pass it? I fully, I did, I did oh, okay. just take my shoe off. I That's took my so shoe funny. off, passed it to Roy Hodgson and he signed my shoe and Amazing. I've kept it ever since. I actually I... then went and played five aside with them. With him? A couple of days <laughs> later. Not with him, with oh, them. With, with, no, with the shoes. Sorry. With the shoes. Say, what, what league <laughs> Not are you that Roy Hodgson is playing <laughs> No, with the shoes. Uh, yeah. So that's why he's my manager. Amazing. Solely and you saw him You saw him today. Because he's signed my shoes. Yeah, I did see him today. Stood. Have, we were noticing. We were saying. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember dog. me. Roy, I know Michael Crawford. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were funny. saying, Mikel Arteta is so like animated on the touchline, like doing all this. And Roy's just stood there. <laughs> I mean that's probably because he do, he Roy Hodgson is about 85 he is about I also I also still I'm still waiting for the day because he looks like an owl I'm still waiting for the day yeah. that his head fully does a 180 <laughs> like someone around. shouts someone shouts behind him and he <laughs> bang if he gets Watford to stay up that'll be a celebration just run around the pitch with his head spinning around <laughs> <laughs> just going around finally confirmed I am an owl after all this time <laughs> everyone's celebrating <laughs> <laughs> right Roy Hodgson yes Roy Hodgson my manager absolute shite manager for Liverpool we both yeah exactly but a very good manager over the years and has managed and played yes. for some incredible teams mm-hmm. right try and keep count here we go George count ready so he's played for Palace Tonbridge Gravesend and Northfleet Maidstone United Ashton Town Berea Park and Car Shelton Athletic Right, so that's the teams he's played for. Ready for the managers? Yeah. Managed? You're going to need more fingers oh. for this. Am I adding on to this or am I? You can add on, so we'll have all the teams he's been involved with in football. Okay, Ready? okay, okay. Halmstad BK, Bristol City, IK Odevold, Orobo SK, Malmo FF, Neuchatel Yamax, Switzerland, Inter Milan, Blackburn Rovers, Inter Milan again, Grasshoppers, Copenhagen, Udinese, United Arab Emirates, Viking, Finland, Fulham, Liverpool, West Brom, England, England under 21, Crystal Palace, and now finally Watford. How many is that? That's 33. Yeah, 30 altogether. He's been involved in 33 teams over his managerial and playing career. 30 altogether. So 30 teams he's been involved in, either playing for or managing. Uh, I'd say 29 if he had two stints at Inter Milan, because I think I counted both of them as two separate ones so it might yeah. be 29 but no, that is insane wow. and he is in fact 74 now 74, 74. 
Wow. I thought he was 74 10 years ago when he managed Liverpool, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> He's always been 74. <laughs> There's a permanent state of 74. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, of all the reasons to have someone as your manager, that is as good as any, especially if the manager is Roy Hodgson. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But one thing about, needed to be a good reason. One thing about Roy Hodgson, obviously a very, very intelligent man. Uh, fun facts about him. He is an official... Knight in the first class of the Order of the Lion in Finland. Sure. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he received an honorary doctorate from the University of York. So he's technically Dr. Roy Hodgson. Dr. Roy, Do- Hodgson. Dr. Roy Hodgson, Knight, first class of Order of the Lion. <laughs> in <laughs> <And> Finland. He, <laughs> in Finland. And he fluently speaks, obviously English, Swedish, German, Italian, and French fluently in all languages. That is impressive. Wow. What an intelligent guy, and he's managing Watford at the bottom of the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes to show you can be as smart as you like. Doesn't make you good at managing football. <laughs> yeah, true, very true. <laughs> and his wife's name is Sheila. There you go, Sheila. <laughs> Sheila. Hodgson. Sheila Hodgson. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to have <laughs> Andy Carroll in the team, you might as well have Roy Hodgson as a manager. Have Roy so let's let's move on to the stadium. <laughs> Uh, yes, my stadium is uh, actually going to be Wembley Stadium. Um, Where's that? Sorry, for <laughs> for uh, an iconic moment as opposed to an iconic goal. Um, so I was at an England game. England, I think it was a friendly, probably in about twenty fourteen, fifteen or so. Um, I guess in charge. He very possibly was in charge, but that's not why I've chosen Wembley. Um, it was England versus Peru. England won three 0 but the iconic moment was that a paper aeroplane yes. took its way from level five <laughs> at Wembley through all the way down to the pitch and hit a Peruvian player in the face. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I was now, there for that moment. And it I'm going to point out the obvious beautiful. connection here between the quality of a Roy Hodgson managed football team. And the fact that you selected a stadium based on a paper aeroplane being the most entertaining thing that you saw at that game. No, not even a football moment. <laughs> I mean, that, that is an iconic moment. I mean, yeah. whoever made that paper aeroplane, I personally am terrible at making paper aeroplanes. Yeah, get the, the very right. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very impressive. Well, says, very nice. so that's quite some the... distance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fair play. Like up in the sticks at Wembley, I can imagine. Yeah. And he'll say that he was aiming for that player as well. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Jose Guerrero. Right <laughs> Pizarro's there as well. I remember that there's a there's a fan cam, isn't there, like on YouTube of that happening. So yes, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just follows it the whole way. It's so oh, funny. It's brilliant. Like that sort of stuff in stadiums is hilarious. Like me and George both recently went to watch, well, not recently, it was in last year, went to watch the NFL in, in Tottenham Stadium. Uh-huh. And one of the, the biggest cheers of the day was a bloke stacking up about 40 cups. Yeah. <laughs> the fans are going wild. That sort of stuff is just quintessentially like English crowds, isn't it? Really? Yeah. British crowds yeah. of and they wonder and they wonder why people aren't allowed to drink in football stadiums and things like that. The that game at the NFL showed exactly I mean, was, why it was like hard pints. plastic yeah. cups. They were yeah. they oh, were getting thrown. My friend Harry got hit in the back of the head. It was hilarious. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, just but yeah, like they were hard cups, and then it's yeah. the stewards being the bad guys doing their jobs. Like, no, please put the cups down. Everyone's like, oh, fuck off, you stewards. 
Yeah, they were like booing them, taking them away and stuff like that. Really funny. But but yeah, it, I think it was injuring people, and there were kids in the crowd, so I guess yeah. stewards yeah. were just trying to keep people safe. But everyone trying else to was just people. like, nah, fuck it. Yeah. So ever since that Gross. game, ever since that game at Wembley, they now have a drone that patrols the uh, upper stands of Wembley to make sure no paper airplanes fly down. <laughs> Is that actually true? <laughs> no. I was no. going to say. <laughs> Like it and uh, big stadiums, they have like falcons to keep the pigeons out. It's the equivalent of that, but with the paper. Crystal Bellis. <laughs> right. Well, uh. I mean, Roy Hodgson and Wembley Stadium. What a combination! <laughs> I won a game at Wembley, but let's carry on. <laughs> so, on to your last choice. Yes. Kit. What we got? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm a bit I'm a big fan of international kits. Um, just because you can wear them, like as a, as a non fan of that country, like yeah. with yeah. club kits, like you could never go around wearing another Premier League club. No. Um, but international kits, I quite like. Um, and I was going to go with Holland uh, Euro nineteen eighty eight, the uh, Adidas like white and orange sort of patched one. Yeah, nice. But I thought that was maybe too iconic because uh, everyone likes that one. So I actually went yeah. with the Japan 2018 World Cup kit. <laughs> Another completely random, but one that I just, I don't know, I just quite like it. I remember thinking at the time that I should get it and maybe I still should get it, but... Yeah, there's yeah. still time. You can still buy it. Yeah, still buy it. Yeah. Is it so, the blue one? Yes, Ooh, yeah, the blue dotted. Nice. Yeah. And, and that badge. Just quite like it. <laughs> yeah. I love how he... The advert for this was just like, is that Nakamura? No, not um, it's uh, Kagawa, isn't it? Yeah, or Kagawa. Yeah, I think Nakamura is it But it's him stood next to a samurai with the same color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, why not? <laughs> it, is a, it is a beautiful kit, and I think yeah. Japan, Japan often have very nice kits. Yeah, and yeah. I've got a bigger, bigger, big fan of Japan nowadays because of Takumi. What a guy! Yes. Takumi Minamino. The cup special. The league, the league cup messy. <laughs> but didn't get to play in the final. Oh. Yeah, that's so big. <laughs> yeah, that, that World Cup was obviously a fantastic World Cup and Japan played a big part in it. They played part yeah. of one of the best games in the tournament against Belgium, which unfortunately yeah, Belgium, they yeah. lost when yeah. Nasser Chadley scored in the last minute. Never good to concede in the last minute, especially to Nasser Chadley. That's a Chadley. West Brom's NASA Chadley. Was he West Brom at the time? I think he was West Brom at the time. Very yeah. possibly. Yeah. On the West Brom. Yeah, I mean, beautiful kit. Really, really like that kit. Adidas makes some absolute classic kits for Adidas. Yeah, they do, don't they? World Cup kits. Beautiful. Well, we'll be treating to more this year. World Cup. Yeah. Providing the World Cup ended by then. It's coming home for Christmas. It's to Wales. <laughs> Thank you. Good save. So there we have it. We've got all your picks. So the only thing that's left to do is for you to name the team. But before you do name the team, you look very worried there. You haven't got a name, have you? <laughs> well, you've got roughly 30 seconds. I'll go through the team to come up with the name. So here we go. You went for a 4-2-3-1 formation. In goal, you had Alison Becker for his wonder header against West Brom. Your defenders, Kieran Trippier for his goal against Croatia. The best centre-back in the world in 2018, Dejan Lovren, uh, for his goal against Borussia Dortmund. Vincent Company for his goal against Leicester. And Luke Shaw for his goal in the Euro 2021 final against Italy. 
I'm really enjoying watching Archie panic that about countdown. the name Your two central midfielders are Genie Wanyaldum for his goal, two goals against Barcelona. Joe Allen for his last-minute goal against Arsenal. Cucho uh, Hernandez for today's goal against Arsenal, the overhead kick. Uh, De Alefeo on the left wing for his goal for Watford in the cup final. And then we have Tim Cahill as your second striker for his goal for Australia in the World Cup. Yeah, your your solo striker, as it were, for his terrific header, the only goal he ever scored <laughs> against Sweden, Andy Carroll. And off the bench, of course, big Divock Origi for his many, many goals off of the bench. <laughs> and then the manager of this team, after being involved with 29 different clubs and then signing your shoe, is Roy Hodgson. Did he ever give you a review of the play, by the way? Yeah, that's what he wrote on the no, shoe. He, he would have just said, oh, very good. And then, <laughs> then walked yeah, off. <laughs> Never saw him again. Uh, the stadium is Wembley Stadium for the iconic footballing moment of a fan throwing a paper aeroplane onto the pitch and hitting a Peruvian player in the face. And the kit is the Japanese World Cup kit for 2018. Wow. We've given you some time to think of a name. For those of you, obviously, none of you can see, but we just watched him. It was like an episode of Countdown or Saturday. He was yeah. frantically scribbling away. So let's find out what you've come up with. What is the name of this team, Archie? I have gone for Magista FC after Magista the FC. Nike Magista shoe. <laughs> Signed by Roy Hodgson. Signed by Roy Hodgson. Love that. Well, <laughs> do they all have to wear them? <laughs> no, they're, they're quite small now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you would have been. You would have been. What? How old were you when you signed that shoe? Thirteen. Uh, oh God. <laughs> George, how old were we? Twenty-three. Two thousand and thirteen. We were at uni, mate. No, 20, 2016. Twenty sixteen. Oh, we we'd have finished uni. Yeah. Kill me now. All right. But we would have been about what? 22, 21, 22? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's let's not get depressed about our age. I'm already more depressed about my age than I <laughs> me. So, actually, thanks very much for joining us on the podcast. Before we let you go, have you got anything to plug? Oh, yes. I had forgotten about that. Yes, I do. I have my own uh, Instagram football account. It's called For The Badge YT because it started off as a YouTube channel, but I just haven't had the time to commit to doing YouTube videos. So it's much more of a, an Instagram account. Yeah, for the badge YT. Nice. Awesome. Go check it out. Go follow it. We do, as of uh, 20 minutes ago when I thought, oh, sorry, it's got to the point before. <laughs> well, Archie, thanks very much for coming on the podcast. It's been a real pleasure. I uh, hope one day you get your second shoe signed by Roy Hodgson or maybe a better manager. Who knows? <laughs> a better manager. Couldn't possibly be. <laughs> So that was Archie there delivering um, a team with a twist for iconic goals. Yeah, cool little twist. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's a good concept. We'll steal that for a future pod. Um, but yeah, <laughs> a great concept, a great guest. Definitely go check him out at For the Badge YT on Instagram. And go follow his YouTube as well. Give him subscribers. Maybe one day he'll go back to that and you can be one of the only, the first subscribers that you had. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, as always, we will uh, point you in the direction of our social media channels. We have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have TikTok sometimes. They are under the handle of... At Nostalgia FC Pod. 
Bingo. We also have an email address which you can uh, send emails, uh, fan mail, whatever you want to our email address, which George has got the address to nostalgiafcpod at gmail.com. I've, I remember the address. I just oh, sorry, the, the password. password you forgot. Yeah, that's cool. So we might have loads of emails. So if you have emailed us and we haven't got back to you, it's because we've forgotten the password. Thank you. Yeah, blame me. Blame me. <laughs> and now the big plug. So, um, we're always looking for ways to make this podcast more interactive. You know, we like to have guests on. We like to have new people to meet and, and, and chat football with. But we've come up with a new concept. You've heard of the world of Wordle, the game taking the world by storm. You get six guesses to guess a word every day. I do it at midnight every day. Um, stress is, it causes me great levels of stress, but I love it. It's a great game. Um, so that you've heard of Wordle. That's all well and good. But now we have... Nostalgial. That's right. We've completely ripped off the name. No shame here at all. Nostalgial goes live every day on our Instagram feed. Um, so basically, you head to our Instagram stories. Give us a follow while you're there. And every day, a random picture of a player throughout the history of football is posted. And you have three guesses to guess who that football player is. So far, we've had Aruna Kone. We've had Luca Toni. Uh, and we've also had... Uh, who was it today? I've just posted it. I've forgotten who it was. It was Shimao. Ah, yeah, that's it. I've been trying to figure that out for so there long. You go. <laughs> See, look, even the I only get it because I post it, but it's a challenge for George too. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great bit of fun. Uh, definitely come and play with us. It's a, a whole <laughs> definitely come and play the game on the socials. It's a lot of fun. Um, you can play with us if you like. It's probably more George. I'm married, so go for George if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this podcast again. Uh, we really appreciate the support. In the meantime, go listen to our previous episodes. Go play Nostalgia on our socials and spread the word of the good Nostalgia FC. George go Rampin check out Archie for the badge. That too. All right, here we yeah. go. That was Archie delivering Magista FC. And what a team it was. And what a team it was. I wasn't sure whether you wanted actual players or like my own team of my own football team. So I do have here um, a Tom Hanks 11 of Tom Hanks characters. <laughs> We've got right. Captain Sully in goal because he's good at saving. Um, Forrest Gump on the wing. Doesn't stop running. Woody up front. I don't know why. I just thought he'd do well. I realised he wanted actual players. I've got Eight, right? Eight. Give us the give us the eight. I've got so Sully uh, yep. in goal, a back three of Chuck Nolan, uh, the yep. conductor himself. From, uh, sorry, no, the conductor from Polar Express. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks himself, because he's six foot. Thought he could do a nice. job. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Forrest Gump <laughs> on the wing, uh, Captain Miller from uh, Saving Private Ryan in midfield. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Richard Phillips uh, from the recent one. Captain, I can't remember what it's called now. 
Yeah, Captain Richard Phillips. Captain, yeah, it's called Just called Captain Phillips, isn't it? The yeah. Captain film. Phillips. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. Um, Just hope they don't and he is the like. captain. <laughs> he is the captain, uh, and then Woody up front. So I still need two left mids and a right winger. But... Right, listeners, if you have any suggestions <laughs> to see any of the Tom Hanks characters that could fill out this team, please. That's so touch. funny. <laughs>